everyone, and welcome back to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and I am so happy to once again be joined by the resilient M. Resilient because I'm back once again. Indeed. Friends Are Far Out is a podcast for all of those who enjoy gaming and spending time with friends, whether they're children, anxious adults, or somewhere in between. M, we are so glad to have you back. Thank you. I'm. It's good to be back. <laughs> Rested, refreshed. Well, let's not go that far. Maybe. Uh, I was gonna say that that uh... might be a little overboard, but no longer under the weather. No, no longer under the weather, but I am well versed in bear and breakfast. <laughs> yes, indeed. The time has finally come for our big bear and breakfast breakdown. Whoa. Alliteration. Whoa, alliterative. <laughs> oh, man, watch out. But we're going to start in another alliterative area, and that is the bargain bin. We're leaving that in. <laughs> the bargain bin. Um, so the bear and breakfast breakdown after the bargain bin. Boom. Wow. <laughs> say that five times fast. I won't, because I could barely say it once. All right, M. what is your first item in the bargain bin? Okay, so this is the lowest price that this game goes for. So I feel like as a public service announcement, I have to announce when it's at its lowest price. Yep, even though it's you been there before, to... but still, it has to you have to mention it. Well, the thing is, friends who are far out tell their friends when this game is on sale. That's because true. you have told me Many times when this game is on sale. So Katamari is $7.49. It is 70% off. It matches its previous low. And it's usually $29.99. And Katamari, you can get so much gameplay out of Katamari. I feel like Katamari, every time I play Katamari, I have to sort of reprogram my brain as to, like, how I'm going to move the the ball around and roll that ball around. It's not a ball. It's a Katamari. I know, but, like, you know what I mean. Uh, having to, like, getting to roll it around, I have to, like, reprogram my brain as to, like, how the controls work every time. I, I love it. The music's great. Mm-hmm. When you're the little prince and your parents are just very sarcastically dismissive of you. Mm-hmm. Whose parents aren't sarcastically dismissive of you. Right, yes. We can we can emotionally <laughs> connect with the little prince. If you're listening to this podcast. Hey. I mean. <laughs> you're, you're home. We, we know. Yeah. We know. We got you. All right. Katamari. Great game. Was on my desert island games mm -hmm. because it's also multiplayer so seven dollars and 49 cents lowest it goes pick it up for what sure is, yes but i will alert you the next time it goes on sale not to worry we got you covered like a blanket all right all right jay what's your first game in the bargain bin my first game is a game called lego worlds now, Lego Worlds is not like uh, some of the other Lego games where it's real heavy on story or 
really committed to uh, a certain property. You know, like I've been on here talking about the um, the new Lego Star Wars game that came out recently. That was very good, but this is very different. Lego Worlds is for someone who really just uh, enjoys Lego. Uh, because this game really shines in its uh, sort of sandbox mode where you can just literally build anything. You have a ton of different pieces and uh, characters and like uh, you can do terraforming. It's just it's it, the world is yours to build whatever you want. So it's definitely I don't know if it was strictly Lego's answer to a Minecraft, but uh, the the. Um, Sandbox mode definitely is uh, is like that. I, my children like to play this game, uh, and they actually like to role play like they're like you would if you were playing with actual Legos or playing with action figures or dolls or something. Uh, kind of make your own story in like a sandbox environment. And uh, there's a little bit of a story where you get like a single player or I mean you know like a campaign of sorts. But again, I think the game really shines. Um, in its sandbox mode. It's on sale for $5.99. That's 80% off. It's normal price of $29.99. That matches a previous low. You can grab that on the Nintendo eShop again for $5.99. All right. Uh, M, what's your uh, next game in the bargain bin? I saw this one when I was looking for entries uh, and I did click on it to check it out. I have this game. I think I've mentioned it before because I think it was in a bundle. Hmm, okay. I mentioned previously, a bargain bin bundle. You know we love those alliterations. But it's fall, y'all. Word. So, under leaves, it's $1.99. Can't beat that. So, 85% off of twelve ninety nine. It matches its previous low. And under leaves is... Like a very ambient I spy. Hmm, okay. The music is very chill. And you have to just find the shapes they want you to find in the tableau they present you. Nice, okay. And I think I saw that it said something about being animal-based. Like it was... Uh, yes. Like you're so finding it's all like nat- animals. It's all like nature-based. Nature, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, very cool. Relaxing under leaves. It is very relaxing. All Highly right. recommend. A dollar ninety nine. That's definitely impulse territory for sure. Dollar ninety nine. It is. That one also on the Nintendo eShop. All right, uh, my last game is one I have mentioned before as well. It is the game Inside. Uh, super weird, kind of creepy when you first start playing it. Seems like it's going to be kind of scary. It is mostly not scary. It is very dark, but it looks uh, scary to me. Yeah, That's it's very dark. It's very dark, but fun. Some fun little puzzles. It's a, a mostly just kind of left to right uh, sort of puzzle adventure type game where you're just going to these different areas and you're trying to solve these puzzles. Uh, it definitely gets super weird at the end. I'm not gonna say any more than that because I don't want to ruin anything. Because that is something to be experienced, but it is super duper weird when it gets to the end. A lot of fun. And uh, I bought this game for $20 when it first came out way, way back. Uh, so being on sale for $1.99, which is 90% off that uh, $19.99, uh, matching a previous low, you can't beat that. 
two dollars for this game is great. I didn't feel like the game owed me anything after buying it for twenty dollars. Um, so you did not have buyer's remorse. No, I did not. No, I didn't. So again, at a dollar ninety nine, I feel like it's a it's a lock. Uh, that also on the Nintendo eShop inside very cool game again there are a couple little parts where it's a little little scary but nothing like crazy nothing crazy at all just sort what of what about intense. for a cry baby loser no i still think it would be okay for you yeah there's only like it's only for, like i didn't one or two say for me i said for a cry baby loser <laughs> we are self-described cry baby losers on this show and you know it <laughs> and you know it all right, so the bargain bin recap. We got Katamari Damacy re-roll, $7.49. Under Leaves for $1.99. Lego Worlds coming in at $5.99. And we have Inside at $1.99. All of those can be found on the Nintendo eShop. All right. And let's move it right along and talk about what we are currently playing. Um... Oh, I'll do reality TV of the week first, actually. You want to you jump in there first with the reality TV of the yeah, week? Yeah, I'll, I'll just do a quick one. Sure. I, uh, I checked in on, I don't know if it qualifies as reality TV of the week, but we did watch a little bit of the newest season of The Floor is Lava. Ooh, we haven't yes. watched that in this house yet. Uh, so we, we caught a little bit of that, and I have to say the show has come a long way since the last time I checked in. What are um, the improvements? Uh, well, they now have... Now, this may have been true in season two, which we didn't watch, but we, we checked in... Wait, a there's a ep- season three? I think this is season three that I think that we're in here now. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, that's my understanding. I could be wrong on that. They could have just been advertising season three, but I believe I watched the first episode of season three. But either way, uh, The Floor is Lava started off... Very simply, it was one room, that's it, make it through the room, different teams trying, that's it. Um, They have that this time as well. However, three teams are going in, and the best two teams get to face off in a final challenge where they climb a volcano, reminiscent of like a Nickelodeon game show. Yes, exactly, Guts. And, uh, no, so you're right. They're, they just released season three. There we go. Okay. So they're having to crawl up this uh We had together. season two on our watch list, but we were so into Below Deck. that. We- <laughs> well, get in there. Because, I, I, again, it really harkened back for me to uh, some video game, not just video game related ones. There was a video game related one, but um, just a lot of the, the Nickelodeon game shows. Did you ever watch uh, Nick Arcade? I did. Yeah, yes. so that was a video game. No, and you'd have like show. Melissa Joan Hart would. It would be like they'd have like celebrities come on. Sometimes they would. Like yeah, Nickelodeon celebrities. So yep. it would be like Melissa Joan Hart would come on, and yes. she would like play the games. Sometimes so. they would have that. Yep, and then either way, they would have kids jumping in. Now at the time, it was just a green screen, but you know, it looked like the the most cutting edge technology ever. You're like, they're in the game. That's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But season one of the floor is lava. They had, I think they had like the living room. Yeah. One, one set. And then it was like the garage. 
And then it was one other one, but then it cycled through like three sets and that was it. Right. This one they did have, I think they did do the garage one in the one we, we checked in on. Now, I don't know that it was the same garage. I think it was definitely changed a little bit, but, uh, you know, and there's, you know, just like uh, I've seen before, there was like secrets within the room, like, oh, you flip this switch and it does something or, you know. And But one of the hallmarks of the show that is still there, which I absolutely love, is once someone goes into that lava, they're dead. They're gone. <laughs> they're they, dead. They don't show that person again until later later during the interviews. <laughs> the, the, it looks the, like the, they got pulled down by yes, like a kraken. I'm sure it's just clever <laughs> editing, but man, is it good. Like the moment they go under, boom. They're not showing them swimming around, flopping around in the lava. They go into that lava, gone done oh my god and that is very <laughs> funny and uh we were joking around in the house trying to decide what do we think that lava is made of it is not just water i said dawn dishwashing detergent, yeah maybe maybe coloring. it has got it's got some body to it i know uh, it's almost like maybe it's like slightly like a slime some kind of like, a yeah yeah it's got a slime because it kind of bubbles like they're going after like a bubbling effect. So maybe it's like cornstarch. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Maybe because don't it's know. like a thickness to it. Yeah, there is. There is a there is that to it. So right. cornstarch and dawn dishwashing deter like liquid. That's what I think. All right. But and your eyes burn as you're getting pulled down right, by like right. the, the PAs who work at Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um so I in this house, we watch a lot of dating reality TV shows. We just can't help ourselves. I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's I can't help myself, and then Dougie's just dragged along for the ride. You know what, though, that's okay. So we have watched all the seasons of, and there's only been two. Love is Blind, mm-hmm. which I think we might have talked about on the podcast. You date in pods. I think you told me about that one. Yep. Yes. Uh, but there's a Netflix three episode special called After the Altar because they get legally married. Oh, So they okay. meet someone in these pods. They propose to them without seeing them. Mm-hmm. They date. Well, they're engaged and get married or break up. So a few of these couples actually lasted. But <laughs> after the altar, they had a very scripted 30th birthday party for one. I don't want to say cast member because it's supposed to be reality TV. One couple who was on the show? No, it's one woman because she's not a couple anymore. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Just no. Just one of it, the, uh, one I guess, of participants. These people, participants, yes, of this exper- They call it an experiment. It's very scientific. It is very scientific. Science. So they have a 30th birthday for this woman. And it's a three episode, and Dougie and I watched it probably in one sitting. <laughs> there we go. 
And I I don't think it's going to be a spoiler, so I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. After the episode, the screen goes to black. Right. And it basically tells you that none of the couples are married anymore. Ooh. Well. <laughs> wow. Yep. And, All right. And it's like, uh, so, sorry. Sorry, everyone. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that is a spoiler. No, I, I think many people may have seen that coming. No, it's it's pretty obvious. And I you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can but imagine that. It's like watching like an accident. It's like watching someone fall off a ladder. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you, you, can't, you can't, all can't turn away. Like if you're too far away and you can't do anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like, ooh, oh. So Love is Blind, it is very captivating to watch but marrying someone again it's like married at first sight right the marrying someone you don't know on reality tv mm-hmm. the success rate doesn't seem to be very high who would have ever thought that basically meeting someone under crazy circumstances under like duress yeah and that wouldn't i met you in a pod (laughs) that's the same thing with like all those shows um just because i could have a good time with someone in a paradise on vacation doesn't mean that that you are ready for marriage that we can make it work in the real world no where we where we have jobs and lives and responsibilities right Yes, and that is something that is... Show me that reality TV show. So Dougie, Dougie will be like, is this the one where the guy was like a yoga instructor, but he lied about being a yoga instructor? I'll be like, no, no, that's married at first sight. It's How, very, very confusing for Dougie yeah. to keep all of these people in the right television show <laughs> i think we need uh we need a chart or something <laughs> right i i need like a whiteboard a whiteboard there you go exactly <laughs> move the people around and then if you have some that cross over on shows then it's going to get really complicated then All so right. yeah so that, after the altar yes love is blind after the altar because i think they're gearing up for a new love is blind i saw that they were looking for new contestants. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, we know there's anybody. a high success rate for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, quick update uh, article from Newsweek. Uh, what is the lava made of on the floor is lava? The producer quoted We tasked Hollywood's number one slime manufacturing lab with coming up with a pr- proprietary blend and then ordered more slime than any show had ever produced. Close to 100,000 gallons. Uh, can't tell you what's in it, but the, the closest thing to it is Panda Express orange sauce. <laughs> Among the Oh, my God. That's so sticky. That's awful. <laughs> Among the ingredients of this sauce are water, 
modified food starch, and xanthan gum, which are possible components. So I was right with the cornstarch. Possible components of the floor is lava lava. Uh, However, the floor is lava is unlikely to include any soy sauce or sugar. (laughs) Unlikely. So I I was right with the cornstarch, though. It certainly could be. It certainly could be. What I like about this is then it goes into other slime-based shows, like you can't do that on television. Do you remember that show by any chance? That one is probably... Or Double Dare. Oh, Double Dare. Of course Double I remember Dare. Double yeah. Dare. You can't do that With on Mark television. With Mark Summer. Z- was, I think, a, a show from Canada that got played on the early days of Nickelodeon. And basically, every time you said, I don't... I don't know if it was... I don't know if you had to say you can't do that on television. When you said something, you got slimed. That was the whole. Um, was the what whole was thing. the one with Summer Sanders on Nickelodeon? Figure it out, it, I think. Figure it out, yeah. Yes, figure it out. I think you had to figure Someone it out. Someone from my yeah. high school was on Figure It Out. That's cool. As a he, contestant, he, I imagine. Uh, no, at yeah. Well, he was the the person who you had to figure it out. Oh, oh, okay. So not a contestant. Uh, the actual. The actual yeah. like figuring it out guy. The actual. Per- oh God. And okay. he. Bit craft singles into every United States shape. Wow, at least it was something normal. He was the valedictorian in the class above me. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. So that's <laughs> the reality TV of the week. <laughs> Man, we got you covered this week, folks. All right. All right, let's move it right along and talk about what we are currently playing. Um, whew, that's a tough transition. All right, well. You go first. I'm going to go first. And speaking, oh, here we go. Speaking of uh, goopy substances, we Gross. have been playing a ton of Splatoon 3 in this household. Ooh, a ton okay. of Splatoon 3. And uh, I have to say, first of all, it is more Splatoon. So if you played Splatoon (laughs) 1 or 2 and you even remotely liked it, hey, guess what? There's more of exactly that. Uh, They did add a little here and there. I do think the the single-player campaign is a little more robust than it has been in the past. Um, But we're having a great time with it. We're having a great time with it. Um, They are making it easier to play with friends. How many players can play Splatoon at the same time? Uh, so unfortunately, only one person per Switch at a time. They do not have split screen. Oh, okay. None of I them guess. have had split screen, and uh, I have always wanted that, but no, none do currently. Okay. Uh, so that is a bummer, but we would you need more than one copy to play against people in your home, uh, which is frustrating. But... Um, and I do think that would make the game stronger. But overall, Splatoon 3 has been really fun. Um, it has, again, all the hallmarks that a lot of the other games have had. So uh, Some changes, though. Salmon Run is like a um, kind of like a horde mode where four people team up together to try to take on these little uh, minions and bosses, these little salmon that are coming up uh, out of the, the water to try to so it's a very similar mechanic in the past, but that used to be a limited time event. Now you can play that anytime, which is which is good. 
Um, uh, Splatfests are back where they have, uh, you know, those calendar-based uh, events. The first one uh, came and went. Um, it was Shades of Our, one of our shows. I think they're perhaps listening to our shows. Is What would you want most on a desert, uh, a deserted island? It was the three teams. The three teams were uh, Grub, Fun, or Gear. So those were the okay. three things that you could vote for. So um, I went on Team Fun just because yeah, I thought it was uh, it just seemed like a cool choice. Like a morale uh, boost. Team Team Gear Team Gear ended up winning. Um, but again, those have always been fun, and they still are. Um, yeah, so it's just a it's definitely a cool game. I definitely I'm um, really enjoying Splatoon three, and we all are in this house. It's been quite a battle for the cartridge. It's like, hey, where's Splatoon three? And inevitably, it's in someone else's Switch every time you want to play it because, <laughs> you know, we're sharing it between uh, between the three Switches in our home. So, but again, Splatoon three, a lot of fun. Uh, M, what's what? Tell me about Wildflowers. I know you've. Talk I'm a little bit about done. it. Yeah. And so I've been trying to savor my games. I'm trying to make it a marathon and not a sprint. Mm. You know, I, we've all been like that. Sometimes you just dive in, you dig- really digest binge. a game, and it's so done. I, I've actually been cutting Baron Breakfast in half with wildflowers. Yeah, a little palate cleanser so you don't roll through Baron Breakfast too quickly. I love both of them. They're both so great. Mm-hmm. And it's good because if my Switch dies, I can play Wildflowers on my phone. Right. I know that you said that was on the phone. So I charge my Switch. And if my phone dies, I charge my phone. There we go. <laughs> Keep the cycle of charging and playing going. So I just lay in my bed and play either on my phone or my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Really a productive member of society. Mm-hmm. So wild, wildflowers, the graphics are phenomenal. The voice acting is 10 out of 10. Awesome. I really don't like to listen to games. I have mm-hmm. the subtitle. I'm the, I'm the type of person who has the subtitles on the TV. At mm-hmm. all times. Right. Like, I read TV. <laughs> right. I want to know what they're saying. <laughs> uh, for anyone looking for this game, we should point out that's wild spelled. Wild. With W-H. A yeah. W. Oh, excuse me. W-Y-L-D-E, right? Yes. W-Y-L-D-E flowers. And, and that's because that's, that's a character's la- name, right? Yes. It's her last yeah. name. Right. So, wild flowers. Um, but the graphics are great. The voice acting is great. It's, there is no violence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The accessibility is great because you can turn it on when you're doing the fishing mini game that you don't have to keep clicking and clicking. It's mm-hmm. like catch a fish after one click. Boom. Done. Great. Love it. So this, yep. A little witchy. I was gonna say. I mean, a lot. When you when you go to the uh, the homepage of this game, it says farmer by day, 
witch by night. <laughs> My pretty much. That's that's just the dream. Very on brand. So. You don't even have to be a farmer by day. Eventually, you can like get. You can have other things because you're a witch. Mm-hmm. You can figure out how to get your farming done for you. you can there have you go. Things do your bidding and like spells and stuff. Mm-hmm. Being a powerful witch is all anyone really wants. Whom, who's among <laughs> us doesn't want to just be a powerful witch? Like... We all want to be farmers, yes, but who doesn't want to be a powerful witch? I mean, come on. You can turn into your cat, and then you can be a cat, and you can catch crickets and fish. That sounds delightful. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a real positive. Uh, You can marry literally... I was, I was going to say literally anyone in town, but it's like Stardew Valley. There are certain characters that are, you know, unmarriageable. Right. But but you I remember you saying that it is open, though, in terms of it's know, a very gender. queer. It's a very queer. Right. Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also marry a half man, half werewolf. Whoa. OK. So, I think that presents its, some of its own challenges. I won't say who I chose to marry, but I will say at your own wedding, you still have the option to pick things up off the ground. So I'm assuming your wedding dress has pockets. Which, again, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> this whole game is just wildflowers. I know, I think it just came out on the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. I would have probably preferred to play it there. Mm, okay. But playing it on the phone, it's actually just cycling my electronics when they die. There charging. you go. Yeah. Perfect. So wildflowers, I'm not done yet, but I'm trying to savor it. Like a Werther's original. Yep. So it is. It I like that. Werther's original. Um, <laughs> it is. It is out on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's twenty five dollars on Nintendo Switch. Uh, and it came out just a few days ago, September twentieth. Okay. So, so just about just about ten days ago. So. So you can play it in October, if you want to be a farmer by day, and a witch by night. Boom! There you go. For spooky season. All right. Uh, so another game I've been playing that I got a chance to dive into is Tinykin. Tinykin is this game. I mentioned it very briefly, but Tinykin is a game that is sort of, well, not sort of, extremely inspired by uh, Pikmin. Okay. Uh, but I like it better than Pikmin uh, so far, I think. It's definitely going to be much shorter a much shorter experience, but one thing I like that's better about it is when you're when you're playing Pikmin, there are lots of different kinds of Pikmin that can do different things, right? Some are strong, some are quick, some are uh, electrical, some are you know 
particularly tough. Whatever. I don't. I never played Pikmin, so right. I don't. But I know they're like different colors. They have yeah, they are different colors, and this heads. has that too. Um, and in both, you are very tiny, as are the Pikmin. The Pikmin are very small, but you are also okay. very small. Um, and you, in both cases, you find yourself moving around what we would consider a more, you know, normal sized uh, area, but you're tinier. But like anyway, Katamari. Like kind the of beginning yes Katamari. right yep uh so you're going around you're and you're in this one in the game tinykin you're trying to um you know you're trying to you have a mission where you're trying to collect pieces uh for uh to assemble you know a machine but you're going into these different areas different rooms in the house or different areas around the house uh and the uh, the little tinykin are helping you much the same way where, again, the Pikmin would help you complete solve puzzles and reach different areas within the room and do things. Um, but tinykin, I just like it's very compact. It's very put together. Uh, I'm not I'm not about I'm about halfway through, not fully halfway through, but, you know, it's moving right along. It's not going to be a very crazy long experience, um, but. It's a lot of fun, and I what I like is you don't have to uh, put too much thought into, like, which Pikmin, oh, excuse me, which Tinykin, or do I need here for this task? Once you've collected them, it just kind of automatically selects them for him. You're like, all right, I want to assign these little Tinykin to do this job, whether it's moving a flower pot or doing something. But as soon as you click on it, it'll just pick the right uh, Tinykin for the job. And they'll be assigned to go do it and then come rejoin you. Huh. Um, yeah, so it's it's really, really easy to pick up. There's not It's not very complicated at all. And uh, the art looks good. The only thing that's a touch disturbing about the game is um, when you fall from a great height, you die. But there's not a big death penalty or anything. Like, they just put Are you back you? up. I'm confused. Are you also a tiny kin? Not you're not a tiny kin, but you are. You're a like a person. I think okay. you're. You're you look like a person, okay. but um, I think what you're doing you're 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 from another planet, but you're here. You're here. <laughs> you've come here to what I imagine is Earth, to try to find the beginnings of of humankind, sort of, uh, because you've heard rumors and tales of these sort of distant relatives but when you're walking around like a, a room like it's a normal room but you are very small you are very tall you're like you're very small you're like three inches tall or something and the tiny kin are even smaller than you are what <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah so you're just again you're sort of um it's a game where you're navigating an environment where you are extremely tiny so like but the little your little helpers the tinykin are even smaller um so they're maybe the size of like a dime or something a and you're rice, like and you're about three, you're about three inches tall so like if you need to get up on I'm trying to think of an example from the game so like a bookshelf or something right you are having to like I have jump. to like create like a rube goldberg a little experience. bit, some of that, but you're okay. like maybe there's a plant next to the bookshelf and you're jumping up on the leaves. Okay. You know, one at a time to get up to the to the bookshelf. Or maybe there's a ruler that's you know 
laid uh, against some books and you're climbing up the ruler and then you're... And my pick and my, excuse me, my tiny can do my bidding for me. So yes, they, they help you do like... things. Yep. For example, one hmm. thing... I wish I had tiny little things that did my oh, bidding for man, me. Oh, man, it would be so much fun. Um, no, I don't. That's slavery. <laughs> in one of the early levels, there's a something where you have to bring, like, get a Polaroid camera from one area to another to snap a picture to show someone. And so, like, you throw a bunch of tiny kin at it, and they, they are the ones who pick up the camera, and they bring it where it needs to be. You push the button to take the picture, and then you carry the picture back and... You know, show it to somebody. Huh. Something like that. Uh, it is just really cute. I'm playing it on uh, Xbox Game Pass, so uh, I haven't had to purchase it. But it's out on a lot of things. And it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, there is some, again, some platforming. Oh, I was going to say, the only disturbing thing, right? So, again, if you fall from a high... If, let's say you fall off that bookshelf and you fall all the way down, right? There is, like, a little glider option so you don't have to, like, die horribly. But, but if you don't, if you run out of that glider option or these little bubbles or whatever, um, and you fall you from just a go great splat. height, it is a ter- it is like a disturbing scream that you do. You're like ah, like this this death yell is pretty disturbing. But then they just put you right back where you were, so like it's no big deal. But it's just it seems oddly out of place in this like. Pretty cozy, cute little Very game. Very whimsical. Yeah, but then you're, you're falling off a bookshelf. And you're and... helped by all these other little guys. Yeah. But if you die, you're going to scream. Just this awful blood-curdling scream. and that, But then you're right back in there, and there's no death penalty. There's no nothing. But um, What? That it's, sounds it's like a fever funny. dream. <laughs> it is. It, it's cool, though. It is cool. And again, if you like Pikmin or if you have any interest in Pikmin, I would say it's it's extremely inspired by that. And uh, again, though, I don't think it's quite as intense. Like sometimes with uh, Pikmin, you have to be a little particular about which Pikmin you select and, you know, where you're exactly, you're going to throw them and how you're going to like position the Pikmin. This one's a lot easier. You're just kind of like, Do the Pikmin like to be thrown? Yeah, they don't mind. They're not getting hurt. You just toss them to go do jobs. But you get hurt when you fall off the workshop. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, M, the last game that you've been playing, of course, is... Bear and Breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I got the... excited. Sorry. No, no. The one and only Bear and Breakfast. Absolutely. And we are going to take a deep dive into Bear and Breakfast and talk all about it, because obviously we've waited for it for so long. But we're going to do that right after a quick break. So... Stay right there, and we'll be back after these words. Do you feel like you're getting too much work done? Well, do we have the answer for you? Check out explore.org, Brooksville, brown bear cams. Check out hot, single bears near you, if you live in Alaska. Whether it's 747, Otis, Holly, Walker, Grazer, or Chunk, you'll find a fat bear that's right for you. Make this summer a hot bear summer. Welcome back to the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jay, and here with me is the one and only M. Hello, everyone. 
And we waited for it for so long. And even though we had a delay at the last moment, in the month of September, it has finally arrived. Bear and Breakfast. On today's show, we thought we'd take a deep dive on the game that really just occupied our minds with thinking about it all summer long. <sighs> I waited. When we started this podcast, <laughs> this was the game I was most excited for. And I am a patient boy. I wait, I wait, I wait, I wait. But when it's supposed to be released and then it doesn't come out. Well, it does come out. It comes out for the PC. Right, but you know, we we both wanted to pick it up on the Switch. And I I will give I will give my honest opinion. I think this game would be a lot easier on the PC. I'm sure it would, as a lot of the games where a lot of games where you're you're placing or arranging things, it's just because easier with a mouse. You know? It's very Sims like. There we go. Okay, so let's dive right in. Tell me what do you mean? What do you mean when you say Sims like? Okay, so now wait, wait. For those who don't know, let's just give a brief description of the game of what Bear and Breakfast is. Yes, and also why it's Fat Bear Fall. It is Fat Bear Fall. <laughs> Which Everyone, explore.org, on the 3rd, the Fat Bear candidates are going to be announced. Oh boy, get ready for that. Just a day or two away when this episode comes out. So, Fat Bear Fall, we follow the Fat Bears on the Brooks River in Alaska. Mm-hmm. We play a lot of bear-themed games. Mm-hmm. We help bear ghosts. I noticed just the other day that on the Nintendo Switch, you know how they have those little news tabs? One of them was all about bear-related games. And I'm like... What? Cozy Grove was there. I was like, boom, done, talked about that. Lumbear Jack was there. Uh, have it? Bear, bear and Breakfast was there. I was like, just checking them off. I'm like, yep, 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 all those. I I love a game about bears. What can mm-hmm. I say? Yep. And so Bear and Breakfast, as the name implies, is you are a bear opening your own bed and breakfast in the woods, right? So the beginning, and mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to the end of this game yet. Yes, and we're going to avoid spoilers for anyone who wants to play Well, it, and I, sure. I don't know any, right, right. really anything because I'm trying to prolong this game right you're trying to take your time with it once the explore.org camera turns off for the bears because they're solar powered uh that's when my sadness my seasonal affective disorder really pulls into the station there (laughs) yep so i want to prolonged bed bear and breakfast for as long as possible so i was just tearing through the game sure and dougie's like wow because dougie is also playing bear and breakfast awesome but on the computer oh okay so dougie's playing on his laptop and i'm playing on the nintendo switch mm-hmm. 
Dougie's like, wow, you're really tearing through Baron Breakfast because I am light years ahead of him. So that gave me like, maybe you should slow down a little bit because this game is going to be over. Right. And then what's left? Right. And then, and then what do we have? Just the memories. That's it. That's it. So you said it's very Sims-like, right? So tell us, tell us more about that. So the gist of the game, you are a bear named Hank. Mm-hmm. You don't realize that you are gentrifying the, fo- the forest. <laughs> Whoops. You just, you want to be helpful. Of course. Which is adorable. So, fine. And they make a lot of tongue-in-cheek jokes. Hank goes to different areas Mm -hmm. to build bed and breakfasts. But what I really love in the beginning of the game, because you, like, earn shorts and you earn a hat and if you wear the shorts and the hat people don't think you're a bear but in the beginning of the game you have to stay away from the guests in your bed and breakfast because they run away because you're a bear because you're a bear (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they don't realize that you're the proprietor of the bed and breakfast well and but once you you have have once you have some clothing you can fool them Yes. I love that. You have to go in and you have to check the front desk. You have to pick the, up the garbage. Mm-hmm. And if you're just a bear, they will run from you. They'll leave it in the <laughs> reviews. <laughs> That's wonderful. So bear and breakfast is a lot of picking things up off the ground. Which we know you love. I adore. Uh, Little tasks. I love little tasks. It's just hard to navigate on the switch. Mm, Okay. Well, you know, when they first had that delay, uh, they did talk about they were trying to optimize the controller experience. Because, and I can see why. Right, right. Because I'm watching Dougie play it on the computer Mm -hmm. and it looks so much easier because if you're playing the Sims and you are building a Sims house and you're just placing all the windows and doing all these things with your mouse, it's very easy, but on the switch it's, oh, it's a little difficult. (laughs) Is there touchscreen support? I wonder. No. There isn't. Okay. Because I I tried. I was like, maybe it's to... And I think this that's something the Switch could be better at. Mm-hmm. Maybe a stylus, like the 3DS. Right. A lot of people have, have asked about that. They've so, actually released... Uh, when they released um, um, Mario Maker 2, in other countries, they released a stylus along with it. Like a Nintendo-branded stylus, but it never came out here in this country. So I don't know why Nintendo hates us, but they don't want us to have a stylus. I Maybe we don't have enough. 
Any stylus will work, though. I, I, I'm just saying. Nintendo's officially branded Nintendo one. Uh. Didn't come out here as far as I know. Hmm. All right. So very Sims-like. I love that energy where it's uh. where the details of, like, the people running from you until you have clothes on. And then they're just like, oh, well, yeah. No, hey, but- what's up, man? There's so many fetch quests, and the dialogue is so witty all the mm-hmm. time. So, so good writing. Uh, it's fantastic writing. Awesome. And there's a lot of quests, and you can't actually move on to the next area until you finish the appropriate quests. So you have to talk to everyone. Okay, so when good. you're talking to everyone, uh, that's where a lot of the dialogue comes in, like between customers and the bear. And the... No, you don't talk to any customer. Oh, okay, because you're a bear. Uh, there are only certain... I'm not going to say... It's because some are humans. Some animal. All the animals can... Communicate. Communicate with the bear. Okay, all right, all right. But certain humans can communicate with the bear. Okay. Like the park ranger can communicate with the bear. There you go. All right. Uh, that's why we should do a park ranger sim. There you go. Yeah, Damn. that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, so the park ranger, this old lady who lives in the woods. She that that makes sense. That makes sense. Pretty much any like aspirational thing that I would want to be. A park ranger or an old lady who lives in the woods. Those can talk to bears. Those can talk to bears. Those people. Yeah. Okay. Um. Right. So you're talking with these NPCs, and they upgrade your character, mm-hmm. which is good. And they or they'll unlock another area mm-hmm. because without talking to like the park ranger or your mom or because you do live with your mom mm-hmm. until you start your uh, Airbnb type forest glamping experiences. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's a. Uh, it is very witty. So talk to everyone. Awesome. All right. Except yeah. for your customers, don't talk to them. No. Stay away from them. <laughs> right. They'll now, make like a scare. They'll have like a scared emoji over their head. And then, and then you'll funny. know to like hide behind something. Oh my God. That's so funny. Now from the outside, <laughs> this game looks very cute. Uh, is it, does it hold up to, to when being cute throughout? When you are Hank and you're walking around, your ears like flop up and down. Like every step you take, it's like oh, flop, 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 flop. And Hank is so, Frank is, excuse me, Frank, Hank is so witty. That's great. But he's just, you can dress him in clothes to fool the humans. Nice. And he's just, he's a bear. Yeah, he's a bear (laughs) and he's, he's taking care of the bed and breakfast. All right. Uh, now, M, there's one more note here on the game <laughs> that I feel needs a little I, explanation. I haven't earned this yet, but you can put Hank in a flannel shirt 
And that is very important to us because we have a little thing that we like to call Flannel Friday. Flannel Friday. Hashtag Flannel Friday. Yes. We are both big lovers of flannel. So when when the calendar turns to fall, we love busting out our flannel for the fall. I've already done it. I know I, you have. I saw you the other day. I, I started the first Flannel Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's under 60 degrees. <laughs> so that means it's flannel time. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, please give us an update when when uh, Hank, when you get some flannel for Hank. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. So, M, if people want to show us their Flannel Friday pictures, how can they do it? They can follow us on social media. On Instagram, we're friends or far out. On Twitter, we're FAFO. That's F is in Frank. A is in Apple. As like apple picking because it's there we go. fall, y'all. F is in Frank. O is in Olive. And Pod is in Podcast. On Reddit, we're friends or far out. I still just talk to myself, so if you want to come and say something, you can. <laughs> uh, on the web, uh, our social media manager just got a little distracted, but we'll be updated. Oh, I, I know we will be. We're friendsarefarout.com. Our email, friendsarefarout at gmail.com. Send us your Flannel Friday photos, alliterative, even if they're not the same letter. And on Facebook, where friends are far out. There we are. And maybe we'll eventually be on Twitch, and you can see Hank in his flannel shirt. That would be wonderful. All right. Uh, So this has been another episode of the Friends Are Far Out podcast. I want to thank everyone so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jay. And I'm Em. Please remember that if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. That can really help us out. Uh, it would be far out. Tell a friend about the show. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> nice. That's going at the end of the podcast. (laughs) All right.